recorded. I don't know what episode it is, but we're back to talk to you. The hero and the scum for the first part, then just the heroes, because they are the best of the listeners. If you're not a hero by now, to take yourself into town, to throw yourself in a train, or a bus, or a tram, take your own life, or become a hero. Welcome to the Hashtag Show episode 200 and something today because we're back and it's early and I had arguably, I am now 39, I need to get used to saying that, I am now 39, Blockley is now 51, in my 39 years, I think last night mate, I had possibly the worst sleep I've ever had in my life, I actually thought I was just getting up and no sleeping, I thought maybe my body's telling me something's going on in the universe Mal, the aliens are playing about rebooting the system, it's one of the not going to sleep. Should have just got up, but instead I did the usual. I tossed and turned for hours with a severe lack of sleep. So there you go. You listened sleep? to episode 232 of the hashtag oh, two, show. Three, two. Two, no, sorry, sorry. 233. Oh, 233. <laughs> Who knows? Also, we're, we're, too, we're too far into this now even series numbers. There's hundreds of them. 233, Scott. No, no, no. 333, episode 333 of oh, the hashtag the... show. <laughs> We've not done 300. <laughs> yeah, All right, I just, I just named the last one 332. So we're going to change that. 233, episode 233. <laughs> Let's get by that. And listen, <clears throat> happy birthday, Scott. It was my I'm, birthday the weekend. Well. Yeah, yeah, we're the birthday boys. One is slightly older than the other, but one bizarrely looks much older than the other and he's Mr Scott Gibson over to you Are you? do you honestly think that you look younger than me I think folks see us in the street and they go ah, who's your son Scott is that I your son you're at me I, th- I think that people would <coughs> wouldn't believe that there's maybe what 12 years between us no definitely but I don't think that anybody would pick me as the oldest well listen because I, I would definitely say Mate, I saw a picture of you the other day. See, I was putting that wee montage together mm-hmm. to hear that wee buff to shout. Yes, I, love I, it. I it was like it touched my fucking landlord's heart. I came across a picture of you, Mel. Uh, uh, of course you did, you fucking... You know, it's a special, my special go-to picture. And it may have been, uh, I, don't, I don't know the time, but it may have been when you were uh, first doing one of your interviews for your little uh, your little painting thing. And when you back when you were dyeing your hair... And let me tell you, mate. I've never dyed my hair once. You'd, mate, back when you were dyeing your hair jet black and you were dyeing your beard jet black. Remember I'm back in the days? I've never ever well, dyed. Come on, I, you I can swear admit it, dude. You can, you're life, in your 50s, I swear so in my family's life. Right. Well, back when you used to dye your hair jet black, see when I saw that picture, mate, I was like, fucking hell, man. He's... What a ride. No, you've aged, mate. I've aged now. Yeah, mate, you're looking old, mate. Mate, your, I'm 51. I know you've two I know. kids and an Italian wife. Now, if that doesn't put fucking weight... Wait, wait look at you. See, and that's age. Freudian. That's a Freudian slip because you wait know you're getting your, you. You know you get your wee tits back, and I'm worried about you. This is you need to start looking after yourself. I am 51 and proud. Was oh, like, that hard? Was that? <laughs> I've actually just turned. That's I, the I thought that was a fucking. <laughs> I, I hang the computer. I, animated didn't even look real. <laughs> this is just that microphone shield that I've turned inside out, and then I'm just like, that would it be looks a like Lauren Hardy's fucking hat. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Adam. That's anyway, beautiful. Uh, can can you confirm or deny? Did uh, Mister Ross shit his pants over the weekend? Well, he sent us a picture of the interiors, and there's clear evidence that he never. It's, I think he's just done a watery fart, or it's been sweat nerves. 
<laughs> he was in top form. <laughs> Do you know, right, see, first of all, he posted a picture. Mr. Ross put in the group chat that he shy his pants, right? And obviously, no, no, thought, no, let's, so let's put it into context. Yep. He was out and he had a few drinks. He was out, oh. he, he was performing at my OTC 51. If anybody doesn't know what that is, I play all night. I celebrate my birthday with friends. And it was a great night. And when I invited Mr. Ross as a special guest to sing some songs off my computer games album because that's uh, actually 10 years old. Yep. And he fucking nailed it, smashed it. But in true Mr. Ross sense, yep. he stepped out of his two lager zone and yep. ended up fucking blitzed. He also posted it on Facebook giving away the surprise that he was playing. Aye, that was a great <laughs> surprise, wasn't it? I can't wait to fuck. Anyway, three folks seen it anyway, so it wasn't a very big fucking deal. He then said to me, uh, have we gone out after this? And I went, mate, I'm fucking bust. I'm up the road. He yep. goes, have you got a lift? And I said, aye. And it's our mate Donald's that took us a lift. And I think that was Rossi's get out of jail card. I think he was hoping Donald was going to give him a lift up the road. Oh, no. It's, I mean, it's, it's literal opposite ends of the fucking planet. Exactly. Like, he's going to be apart. But he done it last year. He went, all right, Donald's giving you a lift up the road. Well, I think I'll need to just go to the casino then. I mean, we talking about you were always going to the casino, but before you even left the house, when you knew about this date, you were like, after that gig, I'm going to the casino. So he's went to the casino. I think he stayed in there until the fucking first trains in the morning. Ah, uh, he did. He did. So so he's just extended Bevan, gambled his £20 wages away. Well, I imagine it would have been if he's won money in the casino, he would have got a tax to him. And if he didn't win money, he's staying to the first train. <laughs> and <thought it> was, <laughs> but he looked, he looked like... He's the saddest cunt ever, isn't he? He looked like he'd survived a zombie apocalypse or something. He looked want, hellish on that train I, coming home. I want to go with him. Also, I don't get it. The casinos there on because they don't know who I am. No, because you guys used to knock back every fucking time. I, I want to go and just experience Mr. Ross in that casino. Maybe not even let him know I'm there. Just be up, up a corner somewhere. Watch him watch just, move the room. That the Riverboat Casino used to be no cool, it was never cool, but it used to be alright. Like there was normal people in it, like just, you know, gambling, having a cut of drinks. It was a kind of like not a nightclub vibe, but it was, you know, it was a it was a weekend. I used to get spot. a steak there and all that, couldn't you? you I used to get, we used to go and get breakfast in it, man. It was fucking great. Um but now, any time I've been in with us, it's just, it's grim, mate. It's really fucking grim, man. It's like just old women and like maybe there's three people at a table. It's just fucking, it's grim. It's actually fucking, like you walk in and Bro, you just feel sad. And you're like, Ross, what the fuck is it? He loves it. He's in his element. He's drawing that place. There must be something there. So anyway, he's done that. He's done it all night. Then he's got a train home. Rough as fuck. Sent us pictures of him in the train. And then later in the afternoon, he's went to his kids' football tournament and oh. we get the message... Lads, I think I've shot my pants at my boys' football tournament. Aye, brilliant. The, 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 the I fear, did laugh, man, straight oh, away. The genuine fear that must put in you, especially if you are rattling out your box, because he's obviously came home, fucked to he's not, and the wife's went, we've got a football tournament and you're fucking gone. I can't. I don't give a fuck, you're I, gone. I, I don't care what state you're no, in, you're driving. I don't give a fuck. You knew about this, it's happening, you're waiting. You've got along. Aye, and he's thought he's shot himself. It must have been a pure panic. <laughs> I know, Ma I know, Mal's a legend, but you brought this on yourself. That kind of chat, and that kind of chat. Aye. I, I, I will not accept I, this. And, and his message is probably saying, "I would rather be with Mal. He's more <laughs> handsome. He's a better personality. I would rather be with him. Allegedly, he's a he's he's like a, he's like a fucking sting tantric in bed. Oh, a Lothario. <laughs> a Lothario. <laughs> a tantric but in I'm, bed. A I'm in lock call with you, so you're driving. Yeah, I'm so stuck. Ross is I'm stuck here. 
I'm stuck here with you. Should we also to back this up? He recently confessed to us. Uh huh. Did he tell you about the Ibiza story? What was the Ibiza story? Him flying to Ibiza for the first time to do a gig with me. Oh, when he shot his pants, eh? Shot his pants in the plane. I was like, would he be seeing this? So there's history there with Ross. Right, do, you know, do you know talk about it in the podcast or in the show? We talk, no, we talk about it in the live show. In the pub. Know? No, in the pub. When we went for a pint, he mentioned that. Right, so I when, Mr. when Mr. Ross flew to Ibiza with Mal, he shot his pants <laughs> on him. He no, it wasn't even me. He flew to his no, I mean, it was great to meet you, though. But he got on the plane, he sat I down, and he just, no he just shat his pants on the plane. But he says it was like before a full shit. Half. Before Aye. he even took half. Aye, before he took half. I mean, he's sitting next to somebody as well. In the middle of two people. Can you imagine being on a... No, here's the thing, right? You know how, like... He never, the, he never even got up. He you know never how, like, even got up. You know how, like, when the... Uh, have you ever seen any documentaries or shows about airplane food? Mm-hmm. I mean, as if you would, right? As if they're fucking tearing up any guy turn the telly without documentaries about airplane food. Constantly bombarded. But I remember watching one where Heston Blumenthal was, like, doing different food things, right? Uh, one like, was freeze it or something. Like I don't fog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to serve you a fog supper. Uh, so what you do is you take just bite the cloud. <laughs> yeah, it's all about sensation. So you take a bite of the hummus and then fuck your nut out of the plane window at thirty thousand feet. Uh, remember, he was so the show was like. Remember when he took over Little Chef and he was trying to remake Little Chef? I succeeded, didn't he? And he got like he was making a Little Chef breakfast and he was putting like fucking special salt on the egg and then like putting fucking drops of oil on it. Then it was cut to like all these fucking drivers. I, 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 it was women that looked like fucking truckies and they're making it was like. Come on, come on now, Bernadette. Remember the oil? Like, oh, fuck you, oil, yeah, man. Cut. And then so obviously that worked well. But one of them was airplane food, and I remember them saying that. They've got to heavily salt all the food because your your taste buds are different in the air. It tastes That's different. That's right, yeah, altitude. Right, see if you like eat a kebab on the flare, tastes different if you eat it standing up, right? How you are, the more salt you need, my man. So all this stuff's like heavily, because he was going around and he's like, why put so much salt in it? And the guy said, well, we'll show you later. We'll take you up in the plane and he was eating a steak or something. He's like, oh, I see the difference. But maybe like also, you're... you're your smell is different because see if somebody sat next to you like say Ross, Ross comes into your living room sits next to you on a sofa shakes yourself on your sofa you're smelling that straight away like I don't care if it's a wee shite you're smelling like somebody shot yourself even when you do a fart on a I mean I, I fart like fuck on planes and I, I I've convinced myself that there's something in the cushions that takes it in or it just feeds it away to no, somebody at the back gets it always when you're walking off the plane when the doors are open and you're back to ground level you can smell the like the sweat and the farts and all that. Then, so maybe it is. passengers. Maybe maybe what we've done is we've just got. If you're going to shut your, shut yourself, make sure you do it at twenty thousand feet. Aye, at least twenty thousand feet. But aye, so Mister Ross shut his pants. <laughs> and he said he was too embarrassed to move to go to the toilet. <laughs> then he walked. He walked. Even went to the hotel. Did he? Or did no, he, he go? He came airport? out and he made a beeline. As soon as he got his bag, like pushing past people, he get his bag and then fucking ran straight to the airport toilets. But obviously, as he's telling the story, I'm like, well, you don't get a fucking sick. Because his plan was to take his fucking dirty skegs off, stick them in the system, in the toilet, and then up the road. Wash them. But obviously, <laughs> every single fucking airport toilet, it's just a flat wall. Like, you can't even access the toilet. I would have just flushed them. I would have just flushed them. Did you not just fucking... leave a, a dirty bomb in the... No, he kept them like... on. He kept them on until he got to the tail. Holy fuck. Because I was and concerned then... how he was walking with shite in his 
pants. But he wears the wee fucking wife fronts, didn't he? He wears the wee wife fronts. Shit collectors. He wears wee wife fronts. But also, it's probably all just like fucking a warm pate or mashed against his bum cheeks. <laughs> I mean, imagine sitting there. I mean, that's a two and a half, three hour flight of surrounded by everybody having the time of your life and he's just there going oh, I shot my pants I'm sure. you don't, you're not even forgetting in that three years no, that you've no. shot your pants but you're oh, constantly made aware <laughs> or oh, the worst thing would be if you did forget you'd shot your pants and you're suddenly just very lucid and fucking Aye, and, you, you know chat, chat away and then you're like oh can somebody smell that going, and then you suddenly remember oh I've shot it's me this is this your first time in Ibiza you're looking forward to it yeah? I'm the problem it's me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm going over here singing a couple of clubs yeah uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> it just starts running down his leg. Oh, I can't help it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but there's an awful smell of shine. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> the person at the window's like, excuse me, do you mind if I get to the toilet? Yes. Did <laughs> <laughs> you get up and let me out? No. Just imagine jump over us. Imagine that. I'm a, I'm a nervous flyer. I don't want to move. <laughs> I, I, excuse me. Could you move to? I get. I can't. What, what do you mean you can't? <laughs> uh, imagine, right, imagine you're sitting on a plane, right, and you are sitting like three strangers. You're the windy guy in the middle. Somebody at the end, right, and the guy in the middle shites himself, and you don't know, right, because you're thirty thousand feet, can't smell it. And you turn to him and say, "I'm really sorry. Do you mind if I get past you to go to the bathroom?" And he says, "No." You go, like, "What?" <laughs> just and, then, eye. No. and then he says to you, "I've shot myself." Like, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? I think you'd do two things: you'd be raging, or you go like, "Right, bro, we're going to get you through this." No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I like to we think two that. Hours left the journey. Let's 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 solve this. Eighteen music aye. playing in the background. If it was a guy, if it was a guy to another guy, I'd like to think, you know, there's a you would go to a, no. are, you, are you for real, mate? I have shot myself, big man. Don't worry, brother. I'll sort you. Are you going how, how can I help? Don't, go like, don't worry, brother. You pat him on the shoulder. Then you can lift yourself out your seat with your elbows. You go, boys, this guy's <laughs> fucking shot himself. <laughs> 23 BI, what a fucking belly. Then sit back, don't get, I've got you, mate. Don't you worry. Can you smell it? <laughs> <laughs> can I get you gentlemen a drink? I just, can you smell it? Straight out of the East Jordan's bill. Does it smell as if somebody sitting in 36C shat himself? Does that smell like you? Uh, can I get a couple of cans of lagging? There's an awful smell of shite here. <laughs> Is there any other three seats? <laughs> <laughs> Is there any chance I can get bumped up to first class? He shat himself. <laughs> What if it was a woman? What if oh, it was a woman? Dirty protest. What if it was a woman sitting next to you and you're like, can I get past to go to the bathroom? She's like, I'm really sorry, I've shot myself. Do you know what? Here is the thing. I think you'd have mere sympathy for a uh, woman of course you than would. you would for a guy. Because we don't get sympathy, mate. Men don't no, exist. Guys don't, guys sympathy, they just oh, they don't get sympathy for anybody. Can you imagine if, if a strange man turned to a group of women and went, I've shot myself? They'd fucking be like, what uh, is wrong with you, creep? Can you help me? Imagine, like, say you're out with the boys, right? And just somebody walks up to you, like a, no homeless person, just a normal guy. And he's like, "Lads, I'm sorry, Dusty, but I've shot my, <laughs> I've shot my pants. Could you help me out? You what? Assemble, assemble, Aye, brothers. Let's, let's get him a pair of boxers. <laughs> let's get this man's ass clean. It's it was Irish, a good-looking lassie, and she said to you, "Oh, you'd be thinking I'm getting my hole here." Aye, that's good. You know, <laughs> if, I, if you're on a myself. plane, you're flying to Ibiza, young Mal. 
post wife, post Waynes, uh-huh. pre Maria, you're on a plane, got an Ibiza, playing the big clubs, fucking superstar DJ, slum landlord, MC Malocca Lee, some fucking hot bird sits next to you in a plane. As soon as it takes off and the seatbelt signs lifted, she turns you and whispers, I've shot myself. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be saying, got that. All, all I heard was, do you want your hole? I've got that. You had me out. <laughs> I'll tell you how we saw that no, she's like, and then half an hour like, I don't understand how sucking your car is going to help me shape my body listen just put a heat in your mouth I'll take care of this no listen to that this is what we've got to do hen. see the toilets there is room in the flare for two right I'll come in why don't we clean it up and we'll get you back to your seat with a bigger smile on your face and your left no, I, don't oh, know oh. You know, I don't know if you know this but a bigger smile I'm, I'm quite a big deal boom here's a question for you right how no. say you're having sexy time with a wife right uh-huh. she sets herself live <laughs> say you're having sexy time with a wife right uh-huh. you've, you've done everything right all week because this isn't just a, you know, we're at a stage in, in relationships now where, well, you've you've got to, you've got to lay the groundwork for these things, right? We're no Mister Ross, we're no Dan Graswell. Can't just turn around and demand these things, right? You've got to be, you've got to be good for a couple of days leading up to getting a cuddle, right? You've got to maybe make an effort, put the dishes away. You've got to do all the slaps and the dishes are getting done right. and all that kind of stuff. You've right? got to make the signs clear that you're right. wanting it. And it's happening, right? It's, it's happening. She's a matter of breaking them down. She's got to get herself mentally prepared Aye. for that three-minute onslaught, Aye. right? That that fucking push for the title. The tiger's oh. coming out the cage. Aye. He's, he's been hungry. sleeping for too long. Aye. He's, he's fed. <laughs> What's that? So you, I am bamba way. The live sleep lo- tonight. You've had a lovely day, right? Of course you have. Let me paint a picture you've, for you. You've, you've, you've Let me paint a picture for you, right? Right, sorry, sorry. Lovely day. You've had a lovely day, right? There's no one bit of arguing. She's not asked you to day in. It's just been a lovely day, right? You've maybe been out for a spot of lunch. You've come back. You've had a nice relaxing night in the garden. We've got sunshine. Maybe you've got a, a lot of shadow. Taking the barbecue, right? She brings you a bottle of wine. You share a bottle of wine together. She says something cheeky and you think to yourself, it's happening. It's on. Right? This is, this is green light. Green for go. It's happening. End of the evening. Ah, she says something sexual like, I might go to bed early, I'm working in the morning. You're like, uh huh. I fucking know what you mean. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> but see, at the same time, see, this is the thing, right? That when they go men and women, this is how it takes men a, a, a certain time. People always think that like, men are so immature. No, no, it just takes us years to understand what women mean because they, they're no straightforward. Men will just say, I really want my home. Or I'd love a blowjob. Whereas women, it's all subtle. So your missus will say things to you like, I'm going to go to my bed. And you'll be like, it's only 10 past 10. But you know that's code for, I'm telling you I'm going to my bed because if you want anything, you better come up the stairs and do because I've got work in the morning I'm going to go to sleep at 11. Unless, and it, and then the go, Unless oh. you really does mean I'm going to bed, I'm tired, I'm going to work them all and get the fuck away from but, me. Because well, how do you, it's a gamble either way. Right? That's fine. In those situations, <laughs> that's when she wakes up with a sticky back. <laughs> so the wife takes you out of the bed right 
She's uh, getting on the moves, hitting it with the Italian par. You're like, fucking yes. You're lying in that bed looking yeah, all small. Yeah, my wife or your wife. <laughs> you're, like, you're lying in that bed looking all wee and all small at that time I saw you. You're like a wee boy, right? In that, in that big uh, bed of yours. Right? Boy, oh. I, I like to refer to him as the boy that Santa Claus forgot. <laughs> right, under the cover like, this is magical. <laughs> and then the message says, I've shot myself. No, that is the stopping anything. No, that's just like, that's right. a couple of minutes wait. Clean that up now. If I, I fucking hose you doing well, it. I'll, I'll, work, I'll work around it. Uh-huh. Whereas if you turn to your wife and says, I've shot myself, not only is that over, that's over for a while and you're in the bad books and that's brought up again. Shite's not a problem for men. Well, it is, but you, you we just can work around it, as you say. Uh, again, we, we just see solutions. So I mean, we just work around it. Don't no, bring me problems, also, bring me solutions. When you're Randy. <laughs> There's, it's like a bear in the woods smelling the blood or whatever. I don't know what the analogy is, but you're, 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 you're focused. It's jet focus. You know what that is, I mate? need to get in the hole. See when men, see when you've got the horn, the full horn, right? Uh-huh. Obviously we're all horny most of the time, all the right? Time. But every now and again, three times a week, you'll get that urge where you're like something has to happen otherwise you know I'm going to kill something I need it it's, it's burning right it's my, it's my, it's my hormones it's I don't know how you can put a number right? on it is the number really doing to how many times you're allowed because for me I would like to be every night oh of course but I mean, that's not happening any guy that says isn't he is lying right? Aye, twice and, and a night mate fuck that off you're lying is cunt. that all you think about no but it's just part of makeup right so even when the, I don't want it I want it the analogy is this, man. You're like a World War II sniper. Ah, of course. You know you're horny. You know you want your hole. The sniper has been given a mission. He's got a man to kill. He goes up that tower. He gets himself prepared. And he sits in that tower. Now, this mission could take a day. It could take a week. But he doesn't leave that tower till that job's done. And that's you want your hole. Ah, he's got his rifle. He's caught possibly a 12 pack of McCoy's. <laughs> He's lit. Do you need a silent crisp? <laughs> silence, oh, yes. You need a silent crisp. Aye, crisp. He wets his crisps. He's got a pisses, flask. He pisses in his pisses crisp in bag. His crisps. <laughs> Just sitting up there, no even. Actually, he's emptied them all. He took Chris away because that's a giveaway. I know. He just got Aye. a fucking a soggy mush bundle <laughs> of fucking McCoy's or whatever. Chris is your favourite. Imagine a being, a, imagine being a sniper and just knowing you can't move, you can't fall, you can't piss, can't you? Know? You'd also you need a roll of toilet paper. No, you can't. So he just shits his pants, he just whips his pants. I don't even think you would shit, mate, no. I th- no, I think I've seen some where it was a sniper and they were just pissing in their pants because they couldn't risk moving and exposing themselves. Ah, uh, you need, you couldn't. And you can't get your position away or nothing. I, mate, it, it, it's like, it, it is like. Try to get your end out of your missus. Can I get your position away? Can I get your end? Don't get any information on you. Sit quietly. Hey, like imagine Mr. Ross like in that position. <laughs> like a tigress in, in the bushes and then look off. Coming imagine through for the... Mr. Ross would make a good sniper, wouldn't he? He could fucking... Fuck. No, listen. He sat in a plane in Ibiza and never moved for three years. He could just be up in some turret. Mate, however long it takes, I'll sit here, pish, and shit myself until I hit the target. But, but Ross, you're the worst sniper marksman you can't even hit the spot don't worry it's Aye. about the longevity I can stay here Aye. I might not hit the target but I'll wait and get my best try all he keeps saying is he can sh- he can sit in his own ship for four days that doesn't help us he's like fucking fire a gun straight up for the job 
Uh, yeah, what's your, your marks? Your marksman results are all over the place. I know, but I can sit for I can sit for four weeks of my st- my stinking fish and shit. Well, let's give my shotgun. <laughs> Why do you think you're ready for the role of uh, of sniper in the British Army? Do you see during this whole interview? I've been sent a man, right? <laughs> then and then you can stand in the front of your crotch lot. <laughs> Straight up, smell that. Oh man, I remember my mate's Wayne fucking shot up his back once, and it blew my mind. Well, that's standard, man. They just uh, a young Wayne with the nappies. Aye, blew right. I, I remember I was I was like hard. That's what the happens if you, put the, if you put the nappies too tight and you don't lay enough <laughs> um, stuff at the bottom. It just goes. <laughs> Mate, I had him, he's in his wee high shoes, only tiny, and I had like my hand at the back of his head just to hold him up when he was eating. And then I like, took my hand away and I was just and I went, What the fuck was that? It was like green. And I went, What the fuck? And it was all up his back and he's here and everything. We've had an explosion. I controlled the explosion. The best shite I've ever seen as a baby was with my my son. And it was one of the ones changing the nappies and it, and it was projectile fucking shit. And it went all over my ear while I was stunning. St- no, even meant I was just stunning at the side. And it went all over. That's amazing. That is and amazing. I was like, ah, you're going to go a long way, son. That is a God given <laughs> talent. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. But funny as well. Good bit, of, good bit of shit talk to start the episode. Anyway. Hey, my OTC. <laughs> hey, how Mr. was it? Mr. Ross was my special guest. Amazing. And uh, my boy came up and done a 30 minute set as well. Rocked oh, it as nice. Well. Nice. It was That's brilliant, good. man. What That's a good. fucking night. I was, I was so happy. And, and I never, last time I got annihilated drunk, I was drinking shots for everybody and all that. And I actually can't remember the last tour. I was, I was carried out. It was like hashtag show, kind of steaming level. But this time I stayed to the end. Full compass menace. <clears throat> I'm absolutely amazing, man. It was, it was fucking brilliant. And I was constantly smiling at myself. Feeling, I hate cunts that use the word blessed, but just but feeling. Yes, you, you use that word all the time. I, I've no, I don't use that word blessed. You did, but I'll use it right now. Did. I felt blessed that but cunts mate. were coming to join me and dance the night away, and my job was just to try and play all my favourite music and keep them dancing. I was like a woman's booblet. I'm saying your fucking tits are coming Holy back. Man. I'm worried fuck, about you. Man. That's a full tit. That is a tit. Aye, even on the you other see, side, if you don't see my like face, full, you think aye. you go out, oh, aye? You little trans woman, you get wee fucking heaps on you, man. I know, what? mate. You need to fucking do fucking... that, wouldn't you? Look, <clears throat> I love that you. Is that you, didn't you, for you. You live no, no, well, just it for me. You you live like you're on a diet with knee exercise. That's your problem. I do spin class a few times a week. God, you're so fucking middle class. It's unbelievable, man. No, well, the missus, she's away in holding her, so I'll not be doing it in weeks. See, since she's moved out of Paisley, the, the two years, man. These are fucking middle class bastards. I think Maria has always been middle class. She's and not, she's, she's always been high class. And I've just been like the wee punk. She's just dragging up to high class. But as you're getting older, mate, you're, you're loving it. Fancy bottles of red wine. Cook, I, I got a couple, of, couple of gifts from, from people who love me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a nice red and a nice white from Gonzo thank you very much Happy cheeky white it, it was just amazing man I, I, I just felt fucking in my element and then I was also thinking see big gigs either uh-huh. brilliant but nothing beats an intimate gig where you can see everybody oh 100% 100% mate because it's a different it's a different, different, it's, also a different, a different it's a different experience for people who are there 
as well. Do you, you do feel more connected to it. They feel everybody feels part of this thing that's happening. Right. Um, <clears throat> we were we were in Edinburgh again on Saturday, and I had another one of the old fucking dilemmas. That's me. That's us done with Edinburgh now. Me and the missus made a decision. Well, I'm going to, I seen a picture you through there, and I was going to say, hold on, you went the last time and you have enjoyed it. Why did you go back? And what well, is your connections meet, with Edinburgh? I was meeting up. Shite. I was meeting up with my, one of my oldest friends, and this was the first time that Laura was meeting them. Right. So we were going through Edinburgh meeting because it was it was easier for them to get to Edinburgh. Now, where are they? They live in Bowness now. Oh, they're, from, they're from Renfrew where I grew up, but it, it, for some reason they moved. They used to be in Bathgate and then moved to Bowness. Anyway, to the village. But we went out and we were doing that thing when we were coming home. We were almost stone cold sober on the train, and we're like, "What? What's happened to you? How is this possible?" We went drink for drink. My mate Scott was fucking out his bin, mate. Like to the point where when we left, I thought him and his wife were going to have a barney. That's how Stephen he was. The two of them were starting to nip each other on the pub, right. and I was like, "Oh, oh." Ah, he was fucking wrecked, man. And I'm like, I don't understand what's happening because we went... Maybe they drunk before literal, came out. Well, he's built like fucking a butcher's pencil, man. I not know him. So I think that's part of the reason. But anyway, my, my point being, we had a nice night, uh, day. We were out all day and most of the night. We had a good laugh. Got the train home, but t- the 10 o'clock train, which I think was the second last train home for Edinburgh, right? It got to some station. Nowhere now. We've got to Bells Hill to get off at Bells Hill to come back to Lisbon Hegel. We're about three stops of Bells Hill. I've no idea where we were, mate. Fucking middle of nowhere. I don't know anywhere that part of Scotland. Not a fucking clue. The guy just comes over the tannoy saying, we've been told to stop. There's a problem overhead. Basically, the train's fucked. So we're stopped there for 10 minutes. <clears throat> comes back on, says he's got to come and do a head count to see who's all travelling on to Glasgow. And I'm going, that's so they can organise a replacement bus. That's the only reason they're doing that. The, the only reason they would need to know how many people are on the train and oh, travelling so to Glasgow is so they can get buses sent. So I was like, we're fucked. So we managed to get Laura's dad to come and get us, but I'm going, imagine you're on that train, right? Imagine, let's just say you're in Edinburgh for, you went through for work, or you let's say you're a struggling comic or you're a DJ, you're going through it to do a gig, you've had to pay your own way and you're getting back, you've got no you money. you a part-time job somewhere. Aye, exactly, Edinburgh. and you're skint, <clears throat> right? And... and uh, the last penny you've got has been your return train ticket and then they just say to you you're fucking getting off and you're fucked and you're in the middle of nowhere and now you're not well, even if you get head count for the bus well even if you get to Glasgow on a bus mate you're not getting there for another fucking hour at least and you maybe get another train don't you I mean I, I just think like the, the, and I know I was moaning about the trains before but I fucking can't be arsed it man they are absolutely awful and then that's how when we got home I'm like me and her were sitting just on a cut of tea and watching the telly before we got to bed and I'm like both of us are stone cold sober. What is the point in going out? What is the point in going out anymore? Paying all that money, coming home sober, being fucking stressed because we can't get trains anywhere else. And then I'm like, we've got a pub sitting there. It's fucking cracking. I'm never leaving the back again. So oh. cunts are going to be. Mate, talking about that, I got oh. a fucking special delivery. Oh, I? We fucking Dick Insider. Dick Insider? Aye. You ever tried it, Dick Insider? Is this Dick Insider? Yes. You so, have sold your soul to the devil, mate. Mate, see your fucking oh, advertisement. Somebody's selling you, you a couple of cans of cider, and you're mate, like, yes, 
It's one of the best. I mean, get yourself along to Tesco's. Hey. Suck it, suck, suck it, suck. Why not Come try it? You know, why not try it? It's a uh, pulped cider. You yeah, know? even I, if you don't like cider, start, I mean, give listen, it a try. Know, it's delicious. Start your day with a little bit of Scottish inside you, you know? Mate, I was, <laughs> I was dying for you, man. I was dying for you. I was like, he has been sent that cider. I don't let know who's caught you. Let me tell you the story. Well, let, let me, me tell, tell you. Let me you, tell you the story. Well, you hey, can I was buzzing. I was buzzing. He sucked some cunt off in a pub in Edinburgh. No, even better. He sent him a box of cider and then he's fucking salty soul. So, that's the story, right? I do love pulp cider. It is actually brilliant, right? They sell, they only, for some reason in Scotland, they only sell one of them in Tesco. There's there's three. The new one's called Melba with Scottish raspberries. It's a delicious blend, you know? (laughs) But, (laughs) you get levels in Tesco. You sometimes get flair. Very rarely you get flair. Anyway, because Tesco doesn't sell many ciders, I uh, had started buying it. Delicious, right? Up there with Thatcher's Rascal, which is also one of my favourites. Thatcher's and, Rascal. And you and, call me fucking middle class. And Gospel Green, right? But Gospel Green's far too expensive. You can't justify it for a bottle how, of cider, right? As a, as a can of cider. The hashtag show. Fuck you, council scumbag! If you want to know how much... Um, a can of cider is jump over to Patreon help grow the show share, like, subscribe all the best now